Now, I have lost 44 pounds most recently. I may have gained one or two back, nothing nothing major. And uh, I, I look much better, but the other day I ran into an old friend of mine, an old Army buddy from Europe from the 80s and from the mid-80s, and he's become a vegan. Never pose for a picture with a vegan. It don't matter what size you are. Never pose for a picture with a vegan. That's my advice, and it's worth what you just paid for it. Somebody's done some math, and, um, well, the math is sort of sobering. Um, right after he took office in 2021, the resident got out there and signed an executive order requiring that U.S. Census Bureau factor in all residents, including non-citizens, as part of his uh, calculation of the U.S. population. So as a result, a result of that, the apportionment of House seats and electoral votes could be swayed as they continue to pour over the border, those illegal immigrant guy, kind of guys. Mark Krikorian, the executive director of the Center for Immigration Studies, said illegal immigration has all kinds of effects, and among them is that it distorts the mechanics of democratic government. Now, understand, and remember now, the way we vote is democratically. It's not, but not that we're a democracy, okay? Just remember that. Get the term straight. He notes that there's a lot of close votes in Congress, more than there used to be, so it can, in fact, make a difference. And it shouldn't be a question of, does this give you personally more influence in Washington? The question should be, is it right? Is it healthy for our democratic process to be distorted this way? And the answer is no. So, according to the Federation of American Immigration Reform, there's an estimated 16.8 million illegal immigrants living in the U.S. as of June 2023. So that's probably, what are we talking about, 22 million now. And that's be and because every House seat represents 761,168 residents on average, the total number of illegal immigrants accounts for roughly 22 seats in the House. Now, that means that there's more illegal immigrant if they, when they reapportion this, and, when they, and we, we have a date on this. The next census is 2030. The next census is 2030. So we have till then to figure out what we're going to do. But um, as some of these blue states, like New York, New York has, uh, they were apportioned from 27 to 26 in 2020. The state, according to the Census Bureau, would have needed just 89 more residents to maintain their previous apportionment, a calculation that highlights how fragile this house seat levels are. In addition, electoral votes for presidential elections are distributed to states based on how many representatives in Congress you have. Therefore, if you got more representatives, you got more population, you got more people, then you're going to have more electoral votes. So a state with a larger number of House seats has greater influence during presidential elections every four years. Now, this is one of these things I, I keep getting asked over and over again. Bill, what do you think about the open primary. We only ask this question right before we're having a primary. We only worry about it right before we're happening, having a primary. We should start working on this in March <laughs> after we have our primary because we're going to have one, at least one more open primary. We ought to be asking why we're having open primaries, but we never think about that after it happens. We only worry about it as it's looming up in front of us. So this is something we should get on right now.
And from the Immigration Center for Enforcement, they're warning that illegal immigration is triggering a warped representation in Congress. And this is what has to happen as far as that goes. There's two ways to fix this. The first way, the first way is to simply bar the census from including non-citizens in apportionment. And the, uh, you know, Biden got out there. He started a border crisis. Before that, he started this. And now we have an unprecedented apportionment issue distorting the representation that states have in the House and how many electoral votes they have in presidential elections. This is all part of the, the, uh, uh, the uh, communist long game, if you will. They also have something called the, uh, what is it called? The Equal Representation Act. We've got a couple of senators, you know. I'm not a big Senate fan right now. I've got a couple of senators, and they, they, they introduced it late last month. And under the legislation, the Census Bureau would be required to include a citizenship question in any future census and prohibit non-citizens from being counted for congressional district and electoral college apportionment. And we've had some guys uh, introduce companion legislation in the House. I don't get too excited anymore. <laughs> I don't get too excited anymore when they introduce anything in the House or in the Senate on the Republican side because I just don't. Uh, I just don't. Uh, I just don't think there's a whole lot to it, to be honest with you. With them, I, 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 I can't figure out what the House is for right now, even with Johnson in place. Can't figure out what the House is for. So on the text line, good morning, Bill. I know it's off subject, but I called Senator Corbin's office yesterday, reminded him that the Constitution does not say to keep and bear arms if you have state-approved training. <sighs> That's true. That's true. But the mere fact that we have a bunch of politicians out there, and, uh, you know, I'm going to contact old Tom. Uh, I, I was around when Tom first got elected to office. I know how he got into office, and he... he, he all of it above board. He did it the exact right way. But I know from whence he comes. And uh, I'm going to, you know, I saw him at the Friends of the NRA dinner late last year. So I would expect him to actually know some of this stuff. If, you, if you're going to be out there and say, well, I'm for guns and the Second Amendment. Well, then be for it. And you got to be for it all the way. You can't, you know, you can't be so, it's like being, partially pregnant. You can't be for it all the way. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. So here's what's here's what I'm looking at as far as uh, the uh, the census is concerned. We're going to have to. Uh, first of all, we got to close the border because we're hemorrhaging money every time one of them crosses the border. We're giving money and free phones and all kinds of stuff to people that are here to be to do terroristic things to us. Yeah, we're doing that. And uh, I, I well, maybe if they're not passing through the points of entry, I don't know if they get the free phone if they don't pass through the point of entry. The 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 gist of this is simply this: we can't afford it anymore. We can't afford it anymore. Now, this makes Abbott out to be a, you know, a genius because Abbott understands this whole census changing thing they're trying to do. So he's just taking the overflow and he's just shipping them out. 
and he's shipping them to places where it won't matter. It won't matter. They they may get another representative or something because New York's been losing them. But I mean, even with 150,000 or whatever they've got, they've still got a net loss of population. So, you know, I don't know if he if he got out there to. Uh, I don't know if he got out there and said, well, we got to figure out a way to make this to, you know, we got to get multiple returns on what we do here to make this worth our while. I don't know if he did that or not, but this unintended consequences he's got playing right now. This is genius. Sheer genius. Wish I'd come up with that. 